Hey guys, welcome to the Tech Point Africa podcast. My name is Mado. I'm Wuluani Femi. I'm Shimgozu. And I'm Bulu. Of course. Imane, you can you say welcome again? Just pronounce it like a German. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why do you want me to pronounce it like a German? No, you just did. That was what you did. I didn't hear. Oh. I heard something else. Like yeah. It's not welcome. Yeah. Like, it didn't sound like W. Oh, so it's welcome. <laughs> Something like that. Welcome to the house. <laughs> okay, go to your country, people. Uh, no problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. I will try. I will try. <laughs> I mean, I will soon go back to my states, my country, rather. Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> Moscow. In Moscow for where? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how was our week? How was? You mean the weekend? Weekend, yes. How was the weekend? <laughs> it was. I, I tried self-care this weekend. Did it work? You I can't what? say. Self-care. Um, can you explain what that means? Uh-uh. Giving myself time to rest now. Oh, it I didn't see. seem to work, but I think, well, in my in my mind of mind, I revolted. <laughs> revolted against the self-care? What? Against my normal, very busy weekend. So I was mm, feeling oh. guilty for it. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe I feel guilty. I should enjoy myself. So yeah, mm. I, I had that same problem. I yeah, was feeling like I didn't do much during the weekend and I was feeling bad. Guilty. Yeah, I was feeling miserable. <laughs> wow. Right? That wow. feeling be like then I was, you start convincing yourself like weekends are for rest. Okay, rest. We have a lot of things to do. Capitalism <laughs> one, the two of you zero. <laughs> <laughs> yes, capitalism is this is this beast that keeps on taking and taking and taking and taking. <laughs> for his workers and yeah you will see it in the workplace and the entire industries i mean you think of a company let's say an mtn or an airtel and you wonder okay these guys have become so big what are they still looking what for? are they still looking for <laughs> what do they need to do they've already made it right hmm? so yeah it's does uh, anyone ever make it does anyone ever make it as the yoruba proverb we say oh god how do i translate this <laughs> what have Don't I done to myself? It's, it's a trap. Um, money is in, is not enough for the owner of money. Literally, that's the way it's trans. If I want to transliterate it, mm. money is not enough for the owner of money. Of course, mm-hmm. that's the way it's said. So, anyway, it just keeps giving or taking. Mm. Okay, in the news today. <laughs> it's <laughs> MTN. Market share is not enough for MTN. Right, they, they are looking. More. They, of course, they always want more because the market, you can't you can't finish saving the market as the case is right. Africa itself, it's it's a market that um, keeps giving. If that's the word, there's always more to take from the market. So MTN is reportedly in talks with Telcom, a fixed line telephone service in South Africa, mm. to enter a like a $1 billion deal, right? If if, if it push through, that means MTN will have access to their fiber assets, which will help them to be able to drive more of their 5G, 5G agenda in the country, right? And uh, other bigger stuff at, at stake. If the deal goes through, that means MTN and Vodacom will gets back to their duopoly that was once broken some like one decade ago 
less than a decade ago. So the duopoly was broken then when Vodacom had a lot of money in his in his pockets and they went higher than MTN, right? And earlier in the year too, I wonder what the big the two big companies are looking for with fixed with fixed like they are like the Nitel of mm. Nigeria. This telecom. Yeah, like right. I don't know why why they are going after them because in January Vodacom also tried to enter a deal with Neotel mm. to also tap into their fiber their fiber assets. So I'm curious. I'm curious what they are up to. Mm. If they are saying this will help them drive their 5G 5G agenda. It sounds like it but trying to acquire just to get a duopoly but um what's out that the government might not allow right because the same way Nigerian government is also trying to break MTN's yeah. monopoly same with South African government they are trying to not allow Vodacom and and what's it called MTN, MTN. to get the duopoly of the mobile telecommunication market but by the way, I saw something interesting while I was reading about this story. Mm-hmm. I saw that, um, what's it called? Fixed telephone lines have, what's the word? They have a like more reali- reliable call quality than mobile telephone. Interesting. So they are like landlines. Yes, the landlines. Yes, like they have reliable. I guess. I guess they should. Call quality. I don't it know sounds <laughs> it sounds believable because when it is over the exactly. internet or wireless, mm-hmm. there are a lot of disruptions that can come, that can go against it. But when it's wired, mm-hmm. you know it is going to exactly. it is it is really disrupted as much as wireless transmission is. But it's good to know that. Well, I learned something new. Yeah, mm. everything wired is good. <laughs> Everything why are these good? You go back to the Stone Age. It's, it's your banker. No, it's it's. That's why I, I hate wireless charging. Mm. No, wired is like you're sure what you're exactly. getting. Mm. It might be old-fashioned, but it works. And mm. there's a very very valid reason why uh, huge companies like Google and Facebook are going after them. Uh, dropping wires across mm-hmm. the ocean. Mm. They're mm. basically wires. We're calling them fiber optics. It's basically yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. So. Yeah, that's that's an interesting one. And MTN Telecom, it it looks like an interesting space. Uh, I think I need to start monitoring the telecom space once more. Uh, I've missed them. You have yes, <laughs> yeah. and I'm yes. Sure. <laughs> MTN and and Globalcom. Then you do analysis on how their call, their cost um, revenue is doing our data is it data that is winning this time mm-hmm. or cause it was interesting those years yeah 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 it's, it's quite interesting and for telecom well i don't know it looks like they are they have this certain market share that either vodacom or mtn are just looking to just grab up to be able it's to just for dominance yeah, it's just for dominance just for dominance well Let's, let's, let's leave that story for now because there are some things I'm thinking about the whole uh, dominance, uh, duopoly, monopoly thing. But let's just leave it. When, I mean, Kenya has done something with Safaricom. Ghana they did something with uh, MTN. For Nigeria, I don't think Nigeria is serious enough for that to count. But yes, let's, let's leave it for now. Let's go and pay homage to the people paying our house rent. So, 
<laughs> Hi, I'm Abisola Adenoga, the head of business at TechPoint Africa, and I'm here with good news. Did you know you could present yourself as a reputable brand leader? Did you know that your business could get the limelight it deserves? Now you do. Using TechPoint marketing tools, we can put you in the faces of a large audience for brand awareness and thought leadership. Begin your journey to generating leads for your business and getting instant feedback on your products and services. To know more, reach out by sending an email to business at techpoint.africa or click on the link in the description. Together, we can take your business to the next level. Hey guys, welcome back. I moved to a dominant fintech player in Africa, a dominant fintech player. They announced last week that they've stopped their virtual dollar operations. And it's not just them, but several other fintechs also announced. So mm-hmm. what what's going on there? Okay. So um, last Friday, Bata sent an email out to its users that they won't be able to access their virtual dollar cards. I think they give them up to July 17th. So okay. they, um, they won't be able to access their virtual dollar cards. Um, they ask you move their phones as quickly as possible so that um, they could still access it, but not through those virtual dollar cards. So it turns out that it wasn't just butter that was doing that. Other, a few other fintechs, um, PD sent out a similar message. Busha sent out a similar message and um, I think Eversend as well also did that. So Busha also sent out yeah. Ah, blockchain. I thought blockchain were not. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, so we'll get to that. Everybody apparently, connect. Apparently, um, the reason for this is that the so all of them are getting their virtual dollar cards. They have just one fintech providing this Union Fifty Four, the Zambian fintech. So they are the they are the ones providing this um, service for them. So is it Zambian Zambia or Zambia not so Zambia? <laughs> <laughs> I mean yes. <laughs> How many Zambians do you know? So yeah, they are they are the ones providing it and it was I mean it cost a lot of uh, well, let's say ripples because you know how the virtual how the dollar restriction has been over the last few years in the Nigeria. Virtual dollar cards have been saving people. Yeah. Now. So now um with those virtual dollar cards taking away, nothing is I mean, people have to find a new alternative. Businesses, I think I see a guy saying that they are, um, they use butter to run their Facebook ads. They use it for a few other things. So, like, businesses are going to be disrupted. People have to look for new alternatives and all. So, so the, I wish I, I think of something. Like, mm-hmm. there's no, there's no time that something wants to happen. Okay. Like something very <laughs> terrible or very something that would be that will impact you negatively in the Nigerian tech tech ecosystem mm. that it will happen in isolation it's either you are trying to battle with one and it's you right okay. I remember I wanted to buy was it last last month or like within the space of 30 days I've been trying to buy something on an online store and I couldn't use cards because my cards because they have exhausted the minimum twenty dollars on them, and now I was actually looking forward to this month 
to use my card and other people's card so that I can be able to get all that all I want to get. But now this is coming. So you can't even drink water on one. One is coming at you. So sad. I'm painful. I'm frustrating. I'm frustrating. I was looking at my resting face today really? and I saw that I'm not smiling at all. Because it's it's because of issues like this. Mm. So you don't mean it. Um this I'm is, serious. This is the part where I say I become a motivational speaker. Don't let the events <laughs> around you affect your It's just response. not working. I don't know if it's motivational enough. It's not working. Anyway. So Union Fifty Four is saying that uh sources are saying that one of the reasons for that or one of the reasons why they've had to shorter their virtual card services. So um they want to they are giving six to eight weeks when they like kind of a timeline for them to return. Mm-hmm. But well that may not be enough. But they are saying one of the reasons is chargeback fraud. And chargeback fraud is basically so you have a transaction conducted a merchant has a transaction he, he he sees that okay someone has paid but then the person who supposedly paid now comes back and they're like ah um we did not i didn't initiate this transaction mm-hmm. so you have to go normally before so let's say let me just use a very simple um explanation so let's say you're, you're going home today and then you, you see a debit on your account yeah um what you usually do is okay i've not done any transaction recently so mm-hmm. you're you're going to your bank tomorrow morning to ask them so your bank now has to first of all find out okay um how was this transaction initiated and were you actually the one that initiated it so if you were the one that initiated it then they have to like well, obviously, if you're the one that initiated it, they can't do anything. You're the one that did it. But if you are not, then they have to refund you. So that's like the chargeback. But apparently, a lot of people report that, okay, mm. I didn't initiate this transaction. Even though they did. Even though they did. So mm. now it's not, I mean, it's not so easy to say, okay, they are lying. It could also be that people got hold of their details and initiated transactions with their cards without their knowledge. So, I mean, it's it's not it's very very difficult so um based on that the you know 54's account was or their their services were flagged by mastercard which is a major service that they are plugging into in order to provide this service to um the african fintechs so mastercard is saying that the this this is a lot of fraud um cases that they are getting mm. that they've not gotten this much fraud cases so What's funny to me now is some of the biggest fintechs on the continent are affected by this. I mean, Flutterweave is affected. Um, the others are like younger, but I'm just wondering what were they doing before now? Because Genium 54 just launched, I think, last year. So who were they using for those services before now? Well, I think uh, earlier this year or late last year, I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure when, uh, I have been using Butter for quite some time now. Yeah. And Butter announced that okay, they are switching their card partner. Oh, from, okay. And they will be disabling my old card. Mm. And the old card was a Visa card and what they brought next was a Mastercard. Mm. So different spread, Yeah, it's a different card provider they were using before and I'm 
guessing my money is on visa and mm-hmm. uh yes my money is on visa and it's possible they might switch back to those guys or uh maybe strike something new with mastercard right so uh, most of these fintechs probably were using one service or the other for union 54 came the yc bat startup obviously they have a very very sweet story and of course obviously probably a better service than and probably african supporting africans exactly oh, okay so i think union 54 probably had a very very good service because i mean the time i was using butter with the new card i don't think i had any issues with mm. the new card but i think with the old card oh did not accept oh this one that one so those kind of things will probably form the whole basis for moving to union 54 so with their service probably out of the way now they probably look for a different partner to work yeah. with and yeah those those are really really salient points to consider who are those possible partners that could be offering them uh that service and uh, some people are not affected mono's vetra card was not affected jinjera or bitmama was mm. not affected yeah. so who is their service provider those are the kind of yeah. questions that have been rolling around in my head right now so yeah Uh, it's quite cool stuff and i think the companies in question raised the the message they sent to a lot of people raised a lot of questions than it answered like okay what's yeah. happening what's next what am i supposed to do can i use dollar card they didn't even say oh restore the service shortly i didn't see that in butter okay. mm. so the communication was not clear and it could leave room to panic which is why this week we're actually hosting the Temi Elevate 2.0 uh, Elevate 1.0 conference. Why am I saying Temi Elevate? Temi, please. <laughs> Temi Elevate conference is going to look at the entire the entire spectrum of communications because it's very very important. I mean, with this that message that was sent over the weekend, if it's not handled properly, some of these companies could lose a lot of customers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. to somebody else and of course at this kind of at this time we've seen other startups who still have active virtual cards we've seen them come up with messages that oh our virtual card is still working no come here <laughs> yeah, like, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah july 23rd 2022 do not miss the tema elevate conference it's going to be very very important you're covering everything from customer service to how you deliver the best communications to your client So, yes, just take note of that as we go on into the very 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 heart of things. Like I, I mean, we started from MTN looking to acquire, now we've moved on to virtual dollar cards shutting down. It's it gets trickier from here. Because on the news again, we have we're hearing that Kenyan Kenyan court has frozen the frozen two Nigerian companies account. Yeah. I mean, Nigerian fintechs can't even they can't even catch a break. So from one part to another, and of course, Bolu give us the news, but okay, yeah. So um, guess what's from there too? Like Emmanuel said, Kenyan authorities are frozen the accounts of two Nigerian companies, Corapi and um, Cardon Technologies, for allegedly laundering fifty-one million dollars into Kenya. So that's about six billion. Kenyan shillings and in Nigeria money that's 31 billion. So they froze they froze the accounts of these two Nigerian companies 
because there was a lawsuit filed by the asset recovery agency. So they said that these companies are used by fraudsters to like perpetrate money laundering, you know, a lot of fraudulent activities and you know the asset recovery agency is saying these companies made themselves available for these people to use them, you know, to perpetrate these illicit acts and then well according to a Kenyan newspaper standard, the they are saying these companies are actually part of an inter- international ring of fraudsters who have been using, you know, Kenyan banks as conduits for illicit money, whose source cannot be established. <laughs> so, in the case of the first company, that's um, Candon. I hope that's the pronunciation. But for, well, in the case of Candon, they are saying that they transacted 5.5 billion Kenyan shillings. That's about. 2.3 million dollars within seven months and then when they suspected that okay this might be money laundering they said the company moved the money to other jurisdictions and they left 15 million kenyan shillings in the account but um Candon is now saying they've known for the issue for a while that they are also you know taking legal actions to uh, basically denying that there is some magumago <laughs> being done in their <laughs> company. So, for the case, in the case of Korapi, on the other hand, Korapi is saying the money Kenya is saying that um, they are the, that they learned that it's just mm-hmm. money f- for them to get their license. Mm. So, paid up capital requirements. Exactly. So, mm. normally, according to the um, Central Bank of Kenya, to get that license to be a payment service provider, you need to deposit one five million Kenyan shillings, another twenty million Kenyan shillings, which is twenty five million Kenyan shillings in total. That's about two hundred and fifty thousand mm. dollars. And then they had, they said that was the only amount. And when you look at it, the um, what's it called? The ARA, the Asset Recovery Agency, is saying that they saw that they received twenty nine. Point five million Kenya shillings in one transaction, mm. and then this company is saying the o- in that one transaction you are talking about is that money for our license, mm. which is twenty five million Kenyan shillings. So I guess the amount that is now unaccounted for my math is bad. So twenty nine twenty nine point five minus the 25 million so if if yeah, we are going to take million short yes if you are going to take the award for it that means is this about four million kenya shillings that is unaccounted, unaccounted for. for so but the issue now is how do we know that this money is it possible that you try to get a license for something mm. and then you do what let's take nigeria for example you do what cbn says you should do mm-hmm. and cbn is saying why? Where where did you see this? It's like <laughs> I'm trying <laughs> to like, get my exactly, license, exactly. man. So it's it's not it's not clear. Like a lot of things really need to be clear. Like clear. is it possible that you want to get license and the the uh, regulator is saying you are doing something wrong? And yeah, I think and that I don't know. Is it is it that they are still trying to investigate or yeah, the investigations are, f- are still going on? But they froze <laughs> the accounts in the meantime. The accounts will be frozen. I for think a it's of just six basic practice when you're trying to investigate exactly. something, you freeze yes. accounts and 
so the pros and this issue again you know it still links back to you know um um the um, charges flutter with in Kenya mm-hmm. uh, you know i think last uh, was he ar- around july 7th flutter wave was charged of um laundering money there were fraud charges against them and the ARA the asset recovery agency saying these issues are still linked to the same issues mm. so it's still the same while these are two new companies that they are freezing their assets mm-hmm. is still the same issue so i uh, i get we understand where uh, these companies are coming from in terms so of their own comeback so i'm worried for fintechs in africa right i don't I'm know maybe in nigeria right i don't know if banks traditional financial institutions have these issues mm-hmm. or they've just mastered the space that they stay clear of stuff that can implicate them So maybe fintechs are just trying to try the waters. I think and they're stepping on toes well at it because or mm. maybe the wave is just coming at this particular moment. It's awkward. Okay, so let's let's look at this in let's look at it this, this way. From the news team doesn't just give reasons why these dollar virtual cards are being suspended is mm. Mastercard is saying we are seeing a lot of fraud issues. Mm-hmm. Our biggest um uh, one of our biggest companies in the country was our biggest fintechs in the company on July 7th was charged for fraud. Now we're having two new companies being charged for fraud. It's not just Nigeria though. I mean Kenya for yes. the accounts of KiwiPay. True, true. So in Kenya so fintech. Can we now say can we say you know when if we link these things together can we say Africa, some African fintechs could maybe need to do something about knowing exactly who their users are and what their users are using these platforms for. It's probably something maybe in the. I'm just speculating here. Maybe in the um, you know, uh, the need to drive users, you know, get users, you know, meet meet up with a lot of KPIs they've set for themselves. They've disregarded, you know, some so, some some key issues, you know, which Compliance, is yes, yeah. knowing who your users really doing enough KYC, and mm. aside from even doing KYC, and knowing who these users are, knowing what exactly they are doing with your platform. Mm. Because again, we saw news. <laughs> okay, I don't know if we can. Yeah, yeah, we plug, can plug, yes. plug that in. Uh, two Nigerian founders in the in the US in the US that were um, recently charged with this same issue, where their users use their platforms for um, transactions that were illicit. So mm. it's 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 looking like it's still murky waters for. For fintechs, mm. right? And as it were, from what you said last, it's not just about African startups now. Yeah. It's Nigerian founders have US companies mm-hmm. and they're falling into this trap. Mm. They've ple- pleaded guilty. I don't, I can't remember how long they are going to serve for yeah. this crime. And I found something while I was reading up on this that um banks in the US are required to monitor their customers transactions i don't think it's only a US thing every 
think every bank is supposed to monitor their mm-hmm. yeah, their yeah. customers' if, transactions. If like one M drops into your account, yes, they freeze it. Exactly, and they are supposed to monitor it for evidence of potential misdeeds. They are supposed to flag it when mm. money is being transferred in large amounts between two parties, which mm. they can't explain, and they are supposed to find out and investigate what kind of business transaction warranted that transfer. Mm. So. What they are supposed to do is they are, the bank's internal investigators are supposed to see those types of accounts. If it's like very, very suspicious, mm. they notify the Treasury Department, Financial Crimes, um, what is it called, Enforcement Network. Like uh, I think something that happened recently with Kuda Bank mm-hmm. where the law enforcement agencies were notified because of one account that was frozen. Mm. Say in Nigeria's case, the AFCC is contacted and informed that this transaction is suspicious, do something about it. And then the suspicious activity is taken up mm. with the bank's risk managers. And if if they can't find out a valid reason why the banks can't can't if they find out after the transaction has taken place without the bank reporting it then the bank becomes liable. Mm. So brings me back to, it brings me back to what I mentioned earlier. Is it because is it that fintechs don't understand this part? Oh. They are they are we can't say they are banks, banks, but they are in custody of people's money. Mm. I get, don't think it's that they don't understand it. Why are they ignoring it? They are liable. They so know that the, they are liable. Let's start with Kenya's case. Um I don't know why there are so many Nigerian startups, or at least so many Nigerian fintech startups. Although, sorry, I have my reservations about the one of the US. Why should you pin it on Nigeria? They are Nigerian founders, so they have. Afri- Nobody they have is pinning it on Nigeria. They, they are painting it like it's, it's, it's too. I don't know the coincidence. No, it's, no, it's, it's not a coincidence. No, it's, it's a Remintas startup now. Mm-hmm. They are sending money to Nigeria. A lot so of it, the money it was came used to, to Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of the money. <laughs> In my way, yeah, you will soon round up. Soon round up. Mm? <laughs> so a lot of the money is coming to Nigeria. So that's why they fingered um CEO, I think is it CEO, CEO, and even the IT manager slash business developer or something like that. So the three of them are Nigerians. I mean why 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 wouldn't you why okay, wouldn't you okay, call okay, Nigeria? Go on, go on. Yeah, and the reason so, to facilitate uh, Nigerian prince camps. Exactly. So, <laughs> so in the Kenya Allegedly. Well yes, yes. Uh, allegedly they've already been charged with <laughs> <to> court or <laughs> they've, they've already been duty. sentenced and and pled duty to yeah. <laughs> But for Kenya it's too many Nigerian startups are getting involved and yeah. a few people are insinuating that it could be politically motivated. And the Kenya hmm. one is alleged alleged too. Politically well, motivated how Let's use that well, to round up. We don't have, uh, we don't have the full picture. But some people yeah. see that it's politically motivated. Yeah, even Camden is saying they are being witch hunted. Mm, because I mean, look at Flutterwheel's first statement. They actually said um, they insinuated as well that it was a politically motivated. Um, let's call it a witch hunt, basically. Yeah. So I don't think that they don't from Kenya or from Nigeria. Obviously, it was from Kenya because that's where they were accused, not Nigeria. So where, why would they be wanted in Kenya? I don't know, yeah. but that's actually how it came, how their statements came across. I think they've um, removed the boy. Yeah, so I don't think it's that they are not aware of all of this, but it could also be one. But then if hands are clean, they know when 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 with cases like this, when mm. you know you can be sued for mm. defamation of. 
character does mm. what I'm sorry if there, I'm making there's, any there's no any lenient goof yeah so there has to be are, something they are holding on to yes could it could also be that um they are maybe in a bid to really just do business and all they are just overlooking some things there's no that because I think they know what they are supposed to do But so it could just be that they are overlooking this the arrogance of startups exactly mm, yes well, we have the money we have well. the money keep, I mean, everything startups keep on telling you regulation will catch up with yeah, yeah. but there's a re- reason regulation is not just because well it's always very easy to say that regulators don't understand your industry <laughs> it's always very easy but what if it's not something they should rush i mean it's not as easy as putting together a pitch deck you need to understand that This is how this thing functions. I and I I mean there's a lot of bureaucracy in government. You don't just wake up one morning, whip up a policy document and then you you have it. I don't know if anybody does it but like it's one of the issues people have with governments. There's a whole lot that goes into making policies. So maybe we should slow down on the whole regulation catching up with innovation stuff and then innovation should slow down. <laughs> it's no, not no, possible. No. The rest of the world is not waiting for you. Yeah, the rest of the world is not waiting for you, but you keep on falling into trouble with these regulators because so you can't outrun they, them. They keep referencing guys like Google and Facebook, mm. but the weird thing is those two and more like Google, Facebook, Amazon, those guys. They were not working in heavily regulated exactly. space like finance. You're managing people's money and you're uh-huh. saying you want to leave. I mean, your actions, your actions could it could actually cripple an entire economy. True though. So imagine all the people who invest through all these startups, who send money to these startups, and one day they wake up, they tell them that the money they have is audio money. Like, mm. do you know the kind of panic that True. you would? you just cause as a result of that I so, think we should just say what I would just want to leave founder sweet where well, sweet to say because I'm not a founder but then please let's do the right thing let's just do the right thing yes innovations are innovations are good solving problems are good these are valid things you are you are addressing but still please don't let them say they told you you guys you are you are, you are proud mm-hmm. You take people as you are doing as if you have <laughs> solution to all the problems of the world. Now see you, please. They plea. All right. If you are listening, even though you are a founder or not, do the right thing and share this podcast. <laughs> so everybody that can listen and should listen. Okay? Yes. And of, of course, you can also give us feedback on everything we've said today with the hashtag Tech Point Africa Podcast on Twitter. And you can email us directly with the email address podcast at techpoint.africa. And if you're listening to us for the first time, you can always get this podcast. Google Podcast, Apple, Apple Podcast, Hired Radio, Spotify. Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcast. All right, people. Now, stay safe and stay away from money laundering. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.